0: What up? Fouche, can you hear me, pal?
1: Yeah, I can hear you. There we go. That's fine. All right,
0: my man. All right, so podcast listeners, welcome to a special segment that I'm super stoked to have our guest on, mostly because I've known this guy for a minute. Actually, we'll go into that the past and whatnot, but Donovan Fouche, he's a uh, four-time All-American wrestler, and he's a fitness fanatic, and... He's just a special individual so I'm super stoked to have you on this pal. Thanks for uh joining. Yeah, man, thanks
1: for having me. I'm pretty excited to be here with the charismatic Zane Cory ZC.
0: <laughs> you know how it is. But um yeah, dude. So on the podcast, I really like I mean, you're my first guest. So
1: Yeah, that's hey, a, that's an honor. <laughs>
0: there we go. Yeah, the first of many for sure because all right, all right. uh I'm I really like I'm a fan of what you do, Donovan, for sure. And I always have been. So going back in the past to give everybody a little bit more of an idea, I met you my 10th grade summer, and you're a year older than me. So my 10th grade summer, shark bait duels. Do you remember this? Shark bait duels? Yes, it was in Ohio for Team Chub Chub. And that's when I first met you. And okay, dude, that was that's a while ago. No, dude,
1: dude, that wasn't it though. The first time we met was uh, it was duels, New Jersey duels. We're on the same team, New Jersey. Yeah, I never never went to Ohio for a duel. I mean, not not for like that, like maybe when I was like youth wrestling or something. I think, really? No,
0: no, no, no. Okay, do you remember shark bait duels at all? No, dude, not at all. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm gonna have to pull this up now. I'm for sure. <laughs> uh, I, I could, I say- could
1: be wrong though. I've been.
0: It's been a while. I, I could be wrong. Well, the thing is, too, we, we do so many duels and like we travel the country and whatnot. So many different ones. Team Chub Chub, that was legendary. That oh, was dude. our, um, dude, our travel wrestling
1: team. You have no idea how legendary it really was. So like, I get here to Missouri Valley, and I'm here um for honestly like wasn't even my first year here so my junior year when i transferred and then my red shirt junior year well my red shirt senior year i guess that would be i just we get a bunch of new recruits new freshmen on the team and they're like they see me wearing my chub chub gear and they're like dude you're on team chub chub and like, really oh dude they're freaking out dude the legend never dies of chub chub seriously it doesn't um, hey, because that team was we put together some seriously nasty teams. Nasty, nasty teams. Honestly,
0: um to give people like a you know, more of a gauge of the talent level that was on there, we what? would have we would have like twelve, thirteen weight classes, correct? Probably twelve, yeah. I would think. And yeah, yeah. we would we would have a team of eight to nine state champions on it.
1: Heard uh, yeah,
0: where, wherever we went. Well, yeah, I mean Hayden Lee.
1: You know, you remember Hayden, right?
0: Dude, he's over there winning national titles. Yeah, he a- just won a
1: national title this year. So I mean, I mean that was where, yeah. yeah, it was him. And then I, I all American. And then I'm trying to think who else. I mean, you know, Cooper. He was a couple of time all American. And then Mason Smith. Mason Smith, yeah, he's a dog. Technically, Mark Hall wrestled for us one duel at Fall Brawl. Okay, there you go. You you yeah, that was a minute ago. So All right.
0: my man, that's Chub Chub days. But
1: yeah,
0: I wanna go further into depth about why I really wanted you to be on this podcast and um what value I think you bring to not only the community that we reach out to, but just just the the mentality. I'm I'm really big into people's mindsets, right? And I'm I love diving into successful athletes mindsets and we're going to go to that and i didn't give you homework to do Mm -hmm. first day because i just i wanted it i wanted everything to be pure i wanted it to be raw and yeah just what makes donovan fouché tick so i put together reasons why i'm a big fan of you and i think um podcast listeners would you know it's good to know some background you're a family man, correct? Yeah, absolutely. First and foremost. So, um, yes, exactly. First and foremost. How old are you, Donovan?
1: I'm um, 22, 23 in October. Okay, so relatively young. young. Yeah. And you, you have a daughter, correct? I do. Three and a half. Her name's <laughs> Isabella. Isabella, she is adorable. I see the I see the Facebook pictures. She's a. Yeah, she's a showstopper. I don't know. If, She gets it from her mother, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be breaking hearts, man. Oh, man.
0: At least it's her doing
1: the breaking hearts. Right. The way around, we're going to have some issues, bro.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be scary. So, your family guy, first and Mm -hmm. foremost, of course. And I went out on the limb just based on pure memory on this. But you were never a state champ. Is this correct?
1: Yeah, no, never. State runner up my junior year. But about this it. is
0: this is honestly why I gravitate towards, and I find later in life a plethora, of not so much champions or high school standouts that were on that next level that mm-hmm. become that really do become they bloom later on in life. Yeah, maybe in well, you did in college wrestling. And some mm. do just later in life in general, yeah. And we're gonna dive into that. And it's truly the mindset. You were never a state champion. How many time all state?
1: Three time, three time all that's state. Far. Okay, what places? Fourth, second, and fourth. So you were always up there.
0: You know what I mean. So every yeah. year that is just a heartbreak after a heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. I so that's, that's that's uh. We're gonna dive into that because I love that. And then Good. also. You just finished your last season, correct?
1: Yep, yeah, I'm newly retired from competition. Newly retired, bittersweet. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, fortunately for me, my circumstances were a little different, you know, because I got a lot of stuff going on that most people in college uh, typically don't. So it was a lot easier for me to leave the sport um, than it would be for somebody who's just a exactly. single single guy just hanging around, didn't have too many other responsibilities, but uh. It was definitely bittersweet, man, because I've put it put so much into wrestling for 16 straight years and just dedicated my life to it, really. And I mean, even even when I had a family, I mean, we all were making so many sacrifices just just to see me succeed and to continue to do what I do each and every day. And it was just it's unreal how much I put into it. And I mean, so like when I left the sport, it was like, man, but at the same time, you know, I was super happy when I left the sport because I had put so much into it. I mean, I dedicated my life to it, sacrifice right. all so much time, put in so much work. It was just, it was worth it when it was all done. You know, I mean, I'm still in debt to the sport, even though how much I've given to it, I've earned, I've gotten so much back, you know, mentally, physically, all that stuff. So exactly. Exactly. For sure. One door opens
0: another one or one door closes another one opens, right? For sure. Absolutely. So I want to dive into – actually, I want I want to put this on record as well. Four-time All-American <laughs> college wrestler. That is ridiculous for – I mean, just for the people out there, I mean, a lot of them aren't wrestlers for whatever reasons that listen to this podcast. They're just fitness enthusiasts. Right on. And that's fine. That's fine, right? Mm-hmm. Because I just – what I can't, well, what's difficult for me to wrap my mind around, and what I'm obsessed with, is you being a four-time All-American. Yeah, you have talent. Yeah, you put in work. Yeah, you, you know, you've sacrificed your life for the sport. But th- it boils down to four tournaments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you could be clutch all year. There's people that are undefeated throughout their whole season, then they get to nationals. And they just don't show up, you know? No, it happens all the time. Dude, all the time, especially in the sport of wrestling. And I don't think people understand that. They they think, I mean, I All-American, one year, that the next year is guaranteed. Or the next three years are guaranteed. But that's not even close how it is. So I really want to dive into your prep. And I'm talking maybe... Of course, your training regiment and perhaps your, your even diet is going to be different in the summer, off-season training versus in-season. And then leading up a week, days, the day of a national, a big tournament, like where is your mindset? We're going to go into that. That's That's, I'm going to say, the bulk question that I really am dying to have you on here and talk about. All right. For sure. So – i just I just did my first wedding ceremony yesterday. yeah, I saw that congratulations by the way yeah thank you cool, it was it was it was a incredible
1: feeling because it was my cousin yeah. and then one of my one of my best friends that's special so, for sure weddings you know marriage and alone matrimony is an amazing thing Do what it is, and I don't think people take it as serious as they should. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, look at her divorce rate, dude, 50%. I mean, that number's a little skewed because, you know, there's people that get divorced more than one time, but right, well, it's, right, it's sad in today's age. You know, I mean, that's not what matrimony's meant for. It's one person the rest of your life, you know. I mean, people don't realize that when you go into a marriage, how much work it is. You know, people think when you get married, it's just you're super compatible with that person, and whatever differences you guys have, it's going to be you know, microscopic, but it's, you know, you quickly learn, especially in a marriage, (laughs) that that's not the way it works. Marriage is about, you know, sacrifices, compromising, and it takes a lot of work every single day. But if you learn to work with your significant other, then you guys can have a very happy life together, and you will not want to spend it any other way.
0: My man, that is 22 years of age, just speaking straight wisdom. (laughs) I love it dude. I no I I wholeheartedly just agree with that completely. Mm-hmm. And dude, yeah, it was just a sur- it was a surreal surreal um, feeling for sure, but I wanted to go into like this was it was a big event, right? Because you I mean, you only get one wedding. So not so much for me because I'm very selfless. I don't look at it for me. I was Blessed and honored to be in that position for them, right? And it really meant a lot for them. So going into this, my prep was, dude, it was intense. It was all mental. Obviously, it's it's talking, it's being interesting. You know, you don't want to bore the crowd or the audience. You want a lot of it's family, and of course, they're going to support you regardless. But you want to. I mean, I want to go into public speaking. So this was just the best segue possible you know that's to, yeah that's
1: huge I mean that's among giving speeches I mean there's different types of crowds you know that you can give speeches to but you know to be the at the wedding that's it's that's difficult yeah yeah, yeah. I
0: mean just live performances you know because yeah. one stutter one one anything will throw you off your game and you know that as an athlete and that was the same thing for for just talking we take it for granted but I mean, there is a real fear out there of public speaking, and I truly do not think. I think it's because they don't prep, they don't think.
1: Oh yeah, like,
0: they don't. I mean, you got Pope. It's just like anything else. I mean, it's a legitimate sport if you think about it. I mean, the debate team—we all made fun of and bullied those <laughs> kids in high school. But they, you got to put work into your art, regardless of what it may be, dude. So yeah, I did. I mean, a lot of prep, and then, I mean, that's, it is what it is. I don't want to go too in-depth, but I want to, um like, the day of the wedding, which is going to be resembled and compared to the day of your national tournament. Let's say that. I, for sure, woke up early. Mm-hmm. The Wedding was at 2.30. Now, a lot of, like, a lot of people, I typically wake up at 5 a.m., Monday through Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday, I'll sleep in a little bit more. This was on a Saturday, but I, I had to be up. I had to, I had to get my, my rituals in. So I woke up at six 30 and I went and got my workout in. Yeah. I, you got to, you're, I mean, I know it's
1: talking, but your vehicle, your body, your machine is not working properly. Yeah. So I and was, I mean, whenever you're on a consistent workout regimen, I mean, you and I, we, we've been working out for so many years. You know, if you don't work out for a day, you feel really bad. Like, yeah. you know, you feel really bad. Like you're like mentally, you're just not there. It's not the same. Physically, you feel like, man, I gained fifty pounds a day, or I feel like a piece of crap. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. <laughs> so exactly. It's like it's it's addicting. You know, once it becomes your lifestyle, it's addicting. You know, it's something you have to do every day, um, or else you don't feel right. And especially to prepare for something like that. To get an intense workout in, or any workout at all, is a necessity.
0: Wholeheartedly. I totally agree. So, I actually put the headphones in. Usually, I'm not a headphone guy. Like, I I, I feed off the environment. That's how I was in wrestling, too. I never listen to headphones. I love hearing the crowd. I love hearing the refs. hype, right, okay. man. Yeah, you definitely were exactly like that. So, I mean, the this was different, and I put the headphones in. I got on the elliptical for 30 minutes, kept a consistent pace, got my heart rate up, and I listened to a meditation. Yeah, so a guided meditation. I am so big on this, just with I mean, it eases your mind to a state of, I mean, meditation, but to a state of blissfulness is the best way to put it, and it's from there that. You know, and then I'm like, Okay, I'm ready to to review the script. I'm ready to and by the way, I handwritten the script hundred percent. The bride, she sent me one that was autumn like she sent me a script that was already posted online and whatnot and I read it a couple times. I'm like, I can't do this. This isn't me. Yeah. Like and it's not personable. It it takes all of it, you know, the whole reason why I wanna do it, I took it out. So I was like, Well, I gotta do it my way.
1: Yeah, forget I'm, that.
0: Yeah. I mean, from there, it, it, it's not so much memorizing, but it's coming from the heart. So, you know, got my meditation in, got that, went home, took a long bath, essential oils, <laughs> just got my mind ready, breathing, constantly doing breathing exercises, expanding the lungs. It's, and this was just because there's one shot. Why would I not take all this precaution? I got one shot at this. It's a 15-minute speech, 15, 20-minute speech. I want to be at my peak. So I took all these precautions. And that's just, that's just a, a, an example of what I think an athlete of whatever form. I think there's so many different forms of athletes. I'm not just talking sports. I'm talking anything that, that has to be – when it comes game time, that's what that's what I think an athlete is somebody that can perform when it's game time, regardless what game time might be for them.
1: Right. Um,
0: so I wanted to go into depth about your four for four for national tournaments, man. People. I mean, I can say that five more times and it still amazes me. It really does. Yeah. Um, freshman year, you wrestled for Muskegon Community College, correct? Yeah. yeah. And what weight class in what place?
1: 197,
0: fourth place. Okay. And then your second year, you were also at Muskegon Community College. It's a two-year school. Uh Uh-huh. And you were at what weight, what place? 197, fifth place. Okay. And then we transferred to Missouri Valley. Yep. Which is an NAIA Mm -hmm. school, which is private schools. Is that how you would? It is private schools, yes. Okay, and just for viewers that or listeners that don't might not be entirely sure about what all that means, NEIA I think is very
1: comparable to like division two. Yeah, talent. Yeah, I mean we had a guy wrestle on our team this year that all American D two the year before. He didn't all American this year in NIA. Exactly same same weight class and everything. So, I mean it wasn't because. It wasn't because he wasn't, you know, capable of All-American and AI level. He, uh, you know, I mean, he had tough competition. He ran into the, you know, returning national champ on the backside blood round. So,
0: <laughs> oh
1: yeah, you know, so, I mean, but yeah, I mean, that's what I would compare it to. It's better than D3. I don't think it's quite as good as D2. I don't think we have the depth that they do.
0: Okay. Um, but, fair. I mean,
1: fair. I think if you take D2 or D2's best team and NAI's best team, NAI actually wins that
0: okay that's yeah i would agree with that and then that's where our our boy hayden lee came through at so you got to watch him
1: oh yeah i was there watching oh that would be cool yeah i mean i unfortunately he wrestled the semifinals or quarterfinals against uh one of our boys you know which oh, was a freshman okay. one of our guys and he pinned him with an inside trip it was a nasty inside trip out of the front headlock though um, really and I mean, I was like sad about that, but then I was rooting for Aiden the rest of the time, dude. I was super stoked about it. You know, I saw him yeah. a couple times this year. You know, we, we caught up a little bit. So I was super excited about that.
0: He's a quality person. I've, I've noticed that from the first time I met him, like yourself. You yeah, can, there, there's vibes that you can pick up. And now uh, I'm a big fan of him. Um, yeah, he's I'm a really
1: sure. good guy. Cares about others for sure.
0: Exactly. I've talked to him, he's going to be helping. With the Proof Sports. I'm gonna oh, get awesome. on going oh, to get him on. Oh, you got to get him on. That guy can wrestle, dude. Dude, his legs are ridiculous. Yeah. Like, leg riding. He's yeah. Super, he's only like 5'2". Five, five, anyway, anyway. Okay. Back. At <laughs> no, I, I, I can talk wrestling all day. But I want to talk about your 4 for 4. So, take me through your season. And what your diet is like, what's, what's your schedule like through regular season? And then when it comes to postseason, how are you switching? What's the differentiate? And then what's, what's the national tournament day look like for you?
1: Okay. So, I mean, you want me to start off like freshman year and work my way up? So
0: I want you to start, no, your, your, your senior year is probably when you're best. Like take yeah. us through your daily yeah. ritual. Okay. of what you did
1: okay yeah. so senior year i kind of took a different approach than all other of the three years now okay. this was because i just felt like i could improve you know obviously in a couple different scenarios so like going into my senior year you know right after junior year ended you know i took my break i went spring break in uh new orleans and you know i was just i rested i was still lifting but that's just because i love lifting eat sleep and breathe weights so (laughs) you know i'm a way back uh you know i was ready set up to go i had all my stuff mapped out you know uh i'm an exercise science major so i have um i know about like i've learned a lot about linear periodization and stuff like that um okay and so i mean i kind of implement some stuff like that but most of the time uh I just kind of like – I make up my own plans, uh, and I tweak, you know, tweak it as it goes as far as weights go. But so the main thing, though, going into my senior wrestling season was I wasn't going to burn myself out. I wanted to stay as ready as possible for when the national tournament came around again, and I wasn't about to just stress the national tournament because, you know, like, one, I've been good at um, really – dispersing uh pressure you know i don't i do okay. feel pressure you know i mean you hear kyle dake talking kyle dake's like you know pressure isn't real it's only something you put on yourself which is true you know yep. but it's like we're only human so it's i mean you can try and build that mindset up but the reason kyle dake says that is because he's feeling pressure <laughs> so he knows what yeah. it feels like too. um do
0: you feed off of it what do, what what happens to you internally like
1: so so internally it? when i'm feeling pressure. You know, I just, you know, you talk yourself up. I talk myself up, you know, like I'm the man, you know, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to put the work on this kid. I know he's going to come at me, but I'm going to break him. You know, that was my thing in college wrestling was weathering a storm and then getting to work on my offense. Um, And, you know, and I just, whatever you do in wrestling, you have to know that when the match is over, you're the one getting your hand raised. Um, If you go out there and you think anything other than that, you're going to get absolutely waxed. It doesn't matter if you're way better than a guy or way worse, you're going to get yep. messed up. So, I mean, the big thing about going into the season was, it's like, I wasn't going to do any extra workouts unless my weight permitted it. Cause I had to, Okay. or those extra workouts were wrestling. And that was the only extra workouts I was going to get were wrestling. And that's what I did, you know? So before, you know, my first three years of college, you know, it took me a while to realize that just because, you know, you're super fit and you're super strong and you're, you know, you're lean and you're tough and your cardio is crazy, yep. doesn't mean you're going to be the best wrestler. You know, it t- they don't really, I mean, they have a correlation and it is good to be that guy. Right. But exactly. at the same time, you still have to go out there and wrestle and be a good wrestler. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the difference between wrestling and bodybuilding, right? Dude, yeah. Yeah, you know. So it took me a while to realize that, but my senior year came around, and, I mean, it couldn't have happened at a better time. So the spring right after my junior season, I started wrestling a bunch. We went to this uh, Greco Freestyle Tournament, which, believe it or not, was my first ever freestyle or Greco tournament. Was What? Sp- yes, was the spring before my senior college wrestling season. how that go for you? I took first in freestyle, and I was up four-two in the semis in the Greco, and I got and I rushed the dude, and got tossed okay. for four. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, and then uh, so I ended up taking third in Greco, but I, I mean I blew, I won freestyle. I had all techs and pins. I you like freestyle up. or Greco more? Oh, freestyle way more. Greco is like, I mean freestyle is so fun, and my wrestling style fits into it. You know, okay. I was like always trying to score. But I've just never been the guy who goes out there and blows up the scoreboard. Like even if I'm trying to, you never have. You never have. No, yeah. So I mean, I, I started getting really good at riding towards the end of my college career. So that's where my points started coming. But that was about it. Anyways, okay. so I you know and I signed up for universities. Um, I went there and had a disappointing tournament. You know, which 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 is a summer
0: tournament that's yeah. all divisions correct.
1: Yeah, universities is stacked. Usually, what they do is um, universities is like the tryouts for U twenty three worlds. So it's like okay. to, to get into the qualifier for U twenty three worlds. Um, it wasn't the year I went though, but it was still stacked. I mean, Miles Martin was in eighty six kilograms, and um, I can't remember who no. was in my weight class. Bobby Stevenson, and you know, we had some absolute dominant dudes. Anyways, first round comes up, you know, and I get, I get. I get taken down and then I get a leg laced twice. So I'm down 6-0, you know, Mm. and I ended up up losing that match 6-2 though. So I ended up coming back and scoring on him and that sucked. Came back, wrestled a old buddy from Muskegon. I'm not going to say any names, but (laughs) you're good. Yeah. Tech followed him. And then (laughs) next round I wrestled the dude from Rutgers and I was just, I was just not prepared. You know, I came out, I was wrestling, you know, he got physically, up eight, huh?
0: physically or mentally
1: or are you saying you're not prepared physically I was not prepared mentally I was there I was ready to go I actually felt great okay. going into that match um okay. but I was just not physically where I needed it to be uh and then you know so we start wrestling and I, I'm down 8-0 I come back 8-6 second period starts I just gassed and then he he ended up working me and I got tech fault but Dang. but regardless you know I mean I put in a lot of time, you know, practicing and stuff. I mean, you know, uh Tyler Blagg. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean we trained together last summer um yes. for universities was... a lot, dude. We trained like five, six days a week, um up until university. So, you know, we were practicing, you know, technique wise, you know, I was we were doing great. They're both You're practicing beach wrestling, I heard, eh? <laughs> yeah, beach wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was fun.
0: Dude, Blag was my roommate.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah, that. yeah. It was my- You, him, and Bakker, huh?
0: Yeah, dude. You want to talk about one of the most genuine, nice, just the most
1: caring person is going to be Blake. I, I got to get Blake on this now. Yeah, you really do. You really do. He is an awesome guy. He's a, he's a good friend of mine now. You know, we came close over the past couple years wrestling together, and he's a great guy. Just, it was unfortunate, the stuff that happened to him, you know, last summer, but... uh Dude, you know, he, yeah. he bounced back from it. You know, he's on his way back there to where he was, so. Champions
0: I mean, always do. Champions always do, do, without
1: a doubt. So, if anybody can do it, it's that guy, um, yeah. without a doubt. So, that's good news. But, so, that was my motto, you know. It was like, I'm just going to get as, I'm going to, you know, work as hard as I can at wrestling. And I'm going to be, you know, and I'm focused. And then, like, going into my senior year, I mean, it, it really came down. It was like, you know what, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to scrap, you know, with Anybody, you know, that's in front of me, it, I'm just I'm just as old as basically anybody I'm out against out there, you know, yep. if not older. You know, so it's like you don't really have those mental blocks that, like, you can make excuses mm-hmm. for yourself if you lose, you know? Exactly. Uh, I was just going to go out there and put it out there, and uh, it ended up being a pretty successful season. I mean, by the end of the season, I was by far a better wrestler than I ever had been. I met an absolute bone saw in the semifinals. I don't think people really realize how good he is, um, but they'll see it in a couple of years because I don't know if he's going to stay in the NII, but he was the OW of the tournament, but he's – um Really? Yeah. Uh, he's uh he's super good, wow. dude. I wrestled uh Willie Miklas this year. You're familiar with him, right?
0: Okay, sounds familiar. He's a sure.
1: 197 punter from Mizzou, uh, two or three-time All-American. I wrestled Willie wow. Miklas – I didn't have the best match ever. I think it was my first match of the season <laughs> okay, <laughs> or second okay. or third match of the season. I don't know. I didn't have a great match. I ended up losing 13-3, to so I got beat up pretty good. Um, yeah. But I wrestled this guy and this guy, man. So first time we wrestled, beats me 15-5. I'm like, no way. I just lost 15-5 to against an NAI 197 pounder. So I'm going back to the drawing <laughs> boards, making changes. Second yeah. time we wrestle, I get the first takedown. Still, end up losing match ends up being five two, so I'm like, dang, I cut the gap a lot on him, dude. The dude was fuming, you know, after the five to two win, so he just won our region, toughest region in the country, and okay. this dude is absolutely livid. His team just wins the title. Um, he's from Grandview, by the way, and Ooh, uh, yeah, he's fuming. I'm like, dang, dude. I was like, this guy's pissed. I was like, that means he's gonna absolutely show up at the next tournament because he was so mad that match was so close. <laughs> and uh really yeah yeah he was so mad i mean it takes a special type of mindset to be as good as he is uh okay his yeah. name's evan hansen just to clear the air so I'll look him up yeah so we get to semis dude and i'm out there and i'm ready to go you know it's the semifinals. i was happy i made the semifinals. i was you know I, was, you know that was one of my goals but i wasn't gonna stop there i mean i didn't really care about all american again
0: I was going to say let's put this out there when you reach the semifinals at a national tournament you're automatically top 6 correct Yeah yep yep so okay. You know
1: but that wasn't really on my radar uh now you're
0: going for titles I'm going no, for titles Yeah
1: I was going for title for sure this year like yeah. I didn't care I didn't, I didn't care at all about All American again I mean, it was cool but it was like you know whatever um Been there done that That's Yeah right. so I was in the semis and then Dude, I'm going out there, and I'm wrestling, but the guy is relentless, and he's just keeping the pressure on me. It was na- – he's nasty. You know, he's nasty. And he ends up beating me again, like 16 to 5 or something like that. It was just not good. Dang. Um Yeah. And, I mean, I went out there, and I wrestled as hard as I could. I just got beat. He was better than me that day. Okay. Um, but then he gets into the finals, and he ends up almost teching Dalton Bailey, who's also from Michigan. I think – I think he beat him by like 14 points <laughs> in the finals, dude. Dude, really? dude, yeah, dude is nasty. So I mean, oh my god, it is what it is. But yeah, so my my model pretty much for my senior wrestling season was just um, going into that tournament. You know, it's I don't make a tournament anything more than what it is. It's just a tournament. Uh, that's the way I firmly believe to look at it. If you make it too special, you know, you're gonna choke. <laughs> you can't put okay. too much pressure on yourself. You can't make it that big right. of a deal. At the same time, you want to enjoy it and and realize it is kind of special, you know, but putting too much pressure on yourself, dude, you're just not going to perform the way you want to. You know, you'll overthink, you'll stress and, you know.
0: So you're saying it's, it's, you found a balance. You found a healthy balance that helps you
1: digest. Yeah. A healthy balance. you're about to go with. Right. A healthy balance. So, I mean, yeah, I just. That kind of
0: that that kind of throws me for a loop that you did not do any you didn't do any extra weightlifting so like outside of wrestling practice
1: well we did a regular training i mean i did my training okay What's so that? let me clear the air i mean we did monday, wednesday, friday weights okay morning monday, wednesday, friday so yeah so i'll take you through morning. the schedule like you wanted me to so okay we uh so my bad So, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right through the week. So, during wrestling season, this is how it goes. I mean, Monday morning, we wake up, um, we got weights, 6 a.m., every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I got class up until, like, noon. Um, And then from noon to 4, I'm resting, recovering, you know, eating, and uh, mentally preparing, taking care of my family, taking care of homework, doing stuff like that. And then I got wrestling practice from four to six. And then we usually had study tables Monday, Wednesday from six to eight. Or, or I mean, from like uh seven 30 to like nine. And then <laughs> you go to sleep. Um, then Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday, we would have Tuesday, Thursday off, but I never took Tuesday, Thursday mornings off. Um, I wake up, go ahead, go wrestle. I did technique sessions. I had, uh,
0: what time are you waking up?
1: So Tuesday, Thursday, I, I like to keep my uh, I like to wake up about the same time, you know, Smire. every day because if you don't, you're gonna be like, you're really gonna make yourself tired because you have to wake up at the same time every day, and sleep is huge. Like sleep is so huge. Like people don't realize. I know you said this. It's underrated, times, dude. It's yeah. I, and it's like one third is training. Good, you got one third down. Two, th- the second third is nutrition. And guess what the third one is? That's sleep. You have to put all three of those things together to get it a whole. You know, yeah. So, You know, so I mean, I would wake up. So I'm how many hours? Up. How many hours are you looking for? Of sleep, I, I, it really just depends on how I'm feeling. But I mean, ideally, at least eight. You know, I mean, if I can't get eight, you know, six, six to ten. <laughs> I know that's a big range, but it's whatever I can get. You know. Okay. Um. You know, well, I would again, like to go to bed every day before eleven. And I wake okay. up at 6 or 7 o'clock, depending on what day it is. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so a Tuesday, Thursday, I wake up about 7, go work out at 7.30, class at 9.25, all the way up to, like, 1-ish. And then, you know, I got practice again at 4 o'clock in that day. And then, you know, you'd prep for the week, depending on what you got duels during the week or, you know, you got practice on, or you got a tournament on Saturday. So right. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's, it's pretty packed, you know. Take one day off of the week. Uh, Active recovery, though you know, never just take a complete day off because your muscles are so sore on that one day off. Especially after a tournament, you got to get out and do something. Um, If you just sit around, you're going to be super sore the next day as well. You know, uh, you get DOMS effect will hit you hard. You know, delayed onset muscle yeah soreness, dude. Lactic
0: acid buildup and everything. Um, so Friday you're traveling, Saturday you're competing, Sunday is that your active rest day?
1: Uh th- typically, yeah. I mean, okay. it, it depends on the tournament schedule, but typically that's how it would go. Okay. Dude, so
0: so you don't have too much time. I mean, you're bam bam bam, one thing after another. Yeah. Really like your agenda packed. What how are you getting your meals in? Are you meal prepping and then you're just eating like in between classes? Are you so cooking dinners? I
1: mean, yeah. I I live off campus but i was so i was so dedicated that we got a cafeteria that i was willing to spend uh about it was only about 1500 bucks so i was willing to spend about 1500 bucks for this um so pretty much i go eat at the cafeteria um they got some decent stuff i mean they had chicken rice brown rice and black beans and guess what i ate about every single day right (laughs) (laughs) so you know, I mean, it wasn't the most delicious thing ever, but, you know, it's not bad. I mean, they got fruits and vegetables and, you know, <laughs> so it's cool, you know. But, yeah, man, yeah. I mean, I had to because to meal prep takes a lot of energy during wrestling season. And on top of homework and on top of, you know, my family life, it was like, yeah, I, it was a little unrealistic. Um, okay. and plus, I've never okay. been the best at it. I love to cook, but... uh just baking chicken and steaming broccoli and putting rice in the rice cooker is not very fun. (laughs) Right. No, you you know, so that's what I did. I ended up spending like 1500 bucks to get that meal plan over at the school for my senior season. That way, you know, it was like, if I don't eat there, then I'm wasting the meals and I'm not about to waste my money. So.
0: (laughs) yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like that. Okay. So, I mean, it was, pretty athlete friendly the cafeteria at least because i go to some of these uh i've been to a couple of college campuses and cafeterias and it's they appeal more to the to the everyday person like the, their chicken is chicken nuggets or something just <laughs> it's like come on why are you
1: feeding people
0: this we got athletes in the building
1: y'all. yeah they, well you know. i mean this you know i mean it had its days but for the most part, like I said, they had like that taco bar, which had that brown rice, that grilled chicken, and those black beans. Um, okay. So I mean, if I wanted variety, every once in a while they would have some stuff that was all right, like some baked tilapia or something like that. Or you know, if I wanted to get some beef in, I could get like some beef brisket from the smokehouse or something. Um, we don't have like a super great cafeteria, but it was you know it's good enough. You know, I mean that's exactly. me. I mean, you don't necessarily. I mean, you could make excuses for yourself and say that you need to have all this super high quality stuff, but you, that's what it comes down to is you're just making excuses for yourself, you know, I mean, if you got to work with what you got to work with, you got to do that, you know, you got to do what you got to do.
0: I like that, I like that. Well, we got to remember back in the day too, you had to hunt for your food, you had to wake up at the same time every day, sunrise, and you had to right. hunt for that food for the day.
1: Yeah, that's, dude. I mean, that's we're our so piece. privileged. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm with you. I am with you. Okay, I like that a lot. Um. Did you have to cut a lot for 97? So you were 197, four years. Wait, would you wrestle in high school, senior year? <laughs>
1: 189.
0: Okay, okay, so there's a little bit there. But still, 97, all four years. Were you cutting? Was one year tougher than the next? Or was,
1: yeah, how'd that go? Did yeah, so, out? I mean, um, this senior season was absolutely almost nearly unbearable. Uh, there was a couple times during the season why I, I debated just moving on up to heavyweight, cause I wrestled really? heavyweight in my redshirt year, and I absolutely dominated the competition. I mean, I was wrecking dudes. I was wrecking some decent Division One starters, you know, at heavyweight. And I was like, dang, you know. But and I didn't heavy- want to wrestle heavyweight, cause it's like, you know, no offense to heavyweights, but ninety percent <laughs> of the time they don't know how to freaking wrestle, dude. So it's just like a shoving yeah. match. <laughs> It's yep, like you put a yep. little technique on them, and they falter. But, uh, <laughs> you know. I like it. No, heavyweights, they're weighing
0: in at 285. And a lot of times in college, you'll have guys cutting to make that 285. Yeah. And you're you're just barely above 197. So, like, what's your off-season weight? What are you weighing right now? Like, what's a lean, healthy weight for you?
1: Uh, Right now, I'm about 220.
0: So. Okay. Yeah. You walk around comfortably at
1: 220? Yeah. I mean. I think, okay. I, can, I think obviously, you know, I'm always trying to work on my physique and I can definitely clean it up. I don't know what will happen to my weight though, because that's the thing with me. Like I, I don't necessarily, you know, there's a lot of ways you could lose fat, but the science and what everybody strives to do is, you know, lose fat while building muscle, Game which muscle. is, you yeah. know, it's super difficult to do. Your diet has to be so strict, um, yeah. you know, and that's something you got to plan for, but you know, two twenty is pretty good for me. Um, you know my diet right now, and during season, wasn't too crazy. So you know, you know Coach Myers' gut check, right? Yeah, I actually met him at the Arnold. That's awesome, dude. So what happened is I bought his twenty eight day shred actually the month before um, I went into uh, uh, month before nationals. So really, yeah. So I didn't okay. want to change too much. You know, I definitely wasn't going to change too much apart from my training um, and. You Know and it was hard to add too much in, you know, because like you don't want to change a bunch, you know, when you're going in nationals, like, no, what you're doing is working, so it's like, don't go ahead and change everything up, you know, yeah. Um, but I was, I had to change a few things because I was cutting too much. I mean, I was cutting even in like, well, we had our nationals the first first few days of March, so I was cutting in January, I was still cutting like 15, 12, 15 pounds, which a week yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it was not good you know that's terrible it's a vicious it takes cycle. A toll on your body people gotta realize you're doing that every week
0: yeah. and you got you got duels during the week maybe yeah. and then you got tournaments on the weekends and you're doing this for three months dude four
1: months great dude i was doing that this season i did that we had a uh, three tournaments in five days or, oh, well, they weren't all tournaments; they were duels and stuff. But we had three right. three matches, you know, in five Williams. days. Yeah, dude. And I was cutting fifteen pounds, and I was it's like you're talking about about to die. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then you're you're being asked to go out there and perform. Yeah, and it's
1: <laughs> unrealistic.
0: It's that's gnarly. That's why, like, I'm so captivated by the whole the correlation between athletic performance and you're suffering that based on cutting i mean i've i'm a i'm a big advocate because i've been an all-american with good nutrition and good lifting program and then i've cut a weight class and it was literally not even the same person the next year oh yeah dude. so
1: cutting weight will change you <laughs>
0: it, yeah mentally physically emotionally everything your hormones people it's terrible for you and we grew up, dude. I remember cutting weight at seven years old. Like,
1: yeah, that's crazy. It, I, luckily, I didn't late. start at seven. But dang, yeah, I
0: started at five. So yeah, yeah, yeah. probably not seven. That sounds ridiculous. I <laughs> at five. Probably, probably eight or nine.
1: Well, it depends it's what you cool. you know you call cutting weight. I mean, uh, I remember not eating at
0: lunch in front of in front of my friends. Yeah, no, I remember that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> done that a million times. Exactly. They would try to feed me like it was funny or a game or something.
1: Oh, uh, man. Dude. Those are the people that you fight. <laughs> don't
0: poke the bear. Don't poke the bear. Uh. All right. So I wanted to – so you're done with your wrestling season. You are – well, I don't know. I want to find out what are your your goals now, like, for fitness-related? What are you moving into and what's your focus on?
1: All right. Yeah. So, I mean, in May, I graduate with my um, with my bachelor's in exercise science. Okay. Um, I already have my NSCA CPT, my National Strength and Conditioning Association uh, Certified Personal Training Certificate. I got that. I'm um, in the fall. Um, my future plans, I'm trying to get my master's degree. I'm applying for a school near us. It's called University of Central Missouri. Uh, pretty nice Division two school. Uh, I'm applying there um, for a master's in nutrition um, okay what I'm gonna do with that is I want to get certified um, obviously I want to be a certified nutritionist um, but what I want to do specifically is going to sports nutrition like as my emphasis and okay. I haven't you know narrowed down exactly what career path I'd like to take out of it but that's exactly what I'm you know nutrition by far is what I want to do I mean that's what interests me the most out of anything you know, after spending a couple of years studying exercise science like i do i do like studying exercise science, and it's great um but just nutrition just it's it just gets me like i I'm really passionate that's about
0: what sets you off, yeah. yeah, yeah, i yeah.
1: mean I love I could read about just what some people would consider you know super boring, I could read about it for hours. <laughs> You know, and I love it.
0: That's awesome. But yeah, I mean, that's that's what passion is, right there, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. But you know, one idea I got of it is, you know, I'll do uh, nutrition plans, you know, completely over the internet, um, set people up with them, uh, and then we can do like uh, we can do meetings, like monthly meetings for like an hour, uh, okay. you know, over like Review. a Facetime. Yeah. You know, you Facetime me. We do what answer whatever questions, comments, concerns you got. Uh, I'll email your monthly nutrition plan, you know, we'll tweak it month to month to pace, based on your goals, you know, what's working for you, what's going on. Uh, you take
0: care of the macros and everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like, if I could, sure. if I could end up getting, you know, a solid clientele from like 20 to 40 clients, like someday after a lot of working, you know, and depending on how much I'm charging, you know, I mean, you can charge a lot of money to do that, you know, per person.
0: Yeah. Especially with your master's, dude. Yeah, like, like I can
1: charge. You're an expert.
0: You're an expert nutritionist at that point. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, I'll be. You know, and by 2024, <laughs> actually, the United States is going to pass a law to where you have to have a master's degree in dietetics. So, you know, you're going to have you're going to have to be certified. You're going to have to have your master's degree on top of being certified. So, I mean, I'm oh, going wow. to get it now. Once that 2024 hits. <laughs> guess who's getting a pay raise <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 dude
0: wow okay good to know good to know yeah 2024 all right we gotta put that on the calendar <laughs> yeah so what would you think so i mean have you thought about doing diet plans for well by the way i'm gonna give everybody your information that you know i was looking for that we're gonna put you on the podcast i'm gonna or on the the link in the bio i'm gonna put your instagram what's uh the best way to reach you by the way for like business inquiries
1: business inquiries uh definitely i mean you could definitely just dm me if that's easiest for you um on instagram that works of course um if you don't feel comfortable doing that you can go ahead and email me uh my email is dwf7468 at Edu. m-o-v-a-l
0: all right I'm gonna put that in the link as well i'll I'll get that definitely squared away for you all right um I got a couple more questions regarding I mean that's super interesting I mean I have faith in you you'll kill that and plus I mean you're a personal guy personal bull guy am I'm sure you how many you're working with clients currently correct
1: yeah, yeah about how many are you uh juggling right now well, so I do. Um, training for a JV baseball team. I'm kind of the strength and conditioning coach for him, actually. Um, okay, it's pretty cool, honestly. Um, and yeah. then I do training for one client. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, he you is. What's that? Like in
0: person, you train with yeah, them? Yeah, no, I don't train oh, with okay.
1: them. I train them. Like I go there. I sh- I show up and I train them. You know, I don't do the work. Oh, okay. Enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and uh. He's actually the NAI Soccer Player of the Year stud. He's from Serbia. You know, he he used to play semi-pro soccer. He signed his contract with professional soccer, got two serious injuries back-to-back. So that ended that for the moment. So he came here to Missouri Valley, started going to school here. They're number two soccer team in the country. He's the NAI Player of the Year. Um, Wow. So he's a beast. You know, he's going to play semi-professional soccer in Ocean City in May. So I'm training him to go there um so i mean he's an awesome client to have yeah
0: you're training legitimate athletes like oh yeah the the highest level
1: i mean that's he's the highest level like i said he had professional contract at one point in time um it's only a matter of time before he gets a professional contract again he's got wow yeah he's got three division one offers right now um in california all three california schools csu um bakersfield uh so a couple other ones. I can't remember the name. They're all crazy, but yeah. You got to tell. Yeah,
0: dude. Wow. Okay. So it's good for you. What else you got? Like, are you doing with normal, everyday
1: person, like people? So, I mean, I go to this. We we I go to like our uh, fitness center that we got on campus. And okay. I have an internship there. And what I do is I post weekly workouts, like workouts of the week. You've seen a couple that I've posted. Um, yep. and it's just, uh, you know, some stuff that I think would be fun for me to do. You know, I test it all out and it's, it's suited that you can complete it in the fitness center, just the fitness center, you know, it's, it's not what, it's not like a place that I would get my workout in. Um, Okay. it's more for like the everyday people that aren't necessarily experienced weightlifters. They don't even have barbells, you know, it's only machines and they only have dumbbells really? that go up to 75 pounds, you know, so it'll work, but you know, it's, I, I make the workouts suited for that facility
0: exactly Mm which is which is honestly so smart because there's so many personal trainers that will do it based on maybe what they think their clients will have or what they have access to yeah but i mean real not every gym is the same you know they're all like snowflakes very
1: unique yeah you can't i mean i could never make a workout with somebody without knowing what equipment they had you know yeah so You know, and and I deal with that um, on a day-to-day basis. I have an email at the bottom of those sheets that I post. You know, so I post the workout. the people got any questions, comments, or concerns, they go ahead and shoot me an email. I'll answer whatever they got. I do it all for free at the moment. You know, (laughs) I'm not going to do this stuff for free forever, but right now I'm doing it for free to get the experience. Honestly, I'm probably done doing stuff for free actually at all because i got the experience now. And I feel like I can really fork over some some uh, heavy stuff, you know. I think I got some good information to relay on to people. And I can really take some people to the next level with whatever their fitness goals are.
0: Definitely, dude. And you're you're graduating in May, right? Yeah. You all have
1: that degree, that piece of paper?
0: Yes. My man. All right. So, I wanted to dive in a little bit more. These are going to be quicker questions for you. Okay. Just probably like a short paragraph all right um, first one where do you derive your inf- your inspiration from internally I know everybody like have external factors like family or whatever exterior factors like this is my lifestyle what internal meaning like your mindset or maybe even your heart where does that come from your inspiration your motivation some mm-hmm. would say
1: um, so my internal my intrinsic worth, that's what you're referring to, um, yeah it really comes from just wanting more out of myself, you know I mean, it's like you can settle for whatever, you know I mean, but it 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 really just comes down to what standard you hold yourself to. Um, and you know, I always expect a lot more out of myself um, than I'm always trying to improve in whatever aspect. So it's just holding yourself accountable because, you know, just making everything habitual, you know, making it a lifestyle um, and it's just holding myself accountable. So I just always want to be consistent in what I'm doing. So I'm always looking at myself and I'm always trying to see where I can get better, you know, and you know, that's pretty much, you know, that's pretty much in it. I like that. I like that.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's pride is, I, I mean, you got a sense of pride, with whatever you're doing, yeah. and especially when it comes to, yeah, dude. I mean, that's that's exactly, I think that's where a lot of people, they, I'll, I'll get messages and whatnot, and I'm sure you do, mm. or where do you get the energy? Where do you get the motivation, where do get the enthusiasm? And it's like, <laughs> I have two things. I have passion and I have pride. Right. I'm passionate about what I do, and then I'm prideful for every action. Everything I do, I want to be the best at. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. That's what it boils down to. And I do, I truly do believe it's that wrestler mentality. Yeah.
1: No doubt about it, dude.
0: We have so many friends that are, and honestly, I mean, the ones that I'm going to bring on this podcast that I already uh, have scheduled for interviews and whatnot. Mm -hmm. We've all, like, none of us are really champions, state champions or anything like that. We've all, like, sacrificed so much for, just a big failure or a big heartbreak. And that's going to bring me into my next question for you. And what is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it?
1: My biggest failure.
0: Hmm. Tough,
1: man. Yeah, it is tough. So, I mean, I guess if you're looking at it, um, you know, on paper, my biggest failure would probably be losing my state title my junior year um for sure what was what was the score of that one 7-6 i beat him the week before 8 nothing no yeah i did not know that yeah so you
0: beat him at regionals or team state? regionals regionals oh regional finals yeah
1: 8 to 0 dude shut him out like i dominated the match it was not even it was like yeah the guy was tough but he was like not even close you know You're Right. Um, i was a way better wrestler you know, I mean, everybody deals with injuries. I got hurt in the quarters. You know, I had a little bit of something to do with it, obviously, but I'd, I'm never gonna say that was the reason I lost. Right. Um, you know, and then yeah, so that one hurt. Seven six is pretty tough to lose <laughs> by, but uh, you know, so I guess on paper that would be it. You know, but um, yeah, I mean that, and as far as failing, like me and my wife. We actually broke up a couple times before we got married, you know, so okay. that was a big, pretty big failure too, you know, a couple different times, you know, before I realized. It. And just looking back on that now, I would say that, you know, was the biggest failure that turned into a success because, I mean, without her, dude, the things that I have accomplished so far would not have been possible. I mean, I could never have done it without her support, you know. It, right. Like, she, she kept me so on track and assisted me so much in the process. Uh, you know, it was just like, I don't know how people do it, dude. Like, it's tough, you know. College is tough when you're one of these guys, you're out here away from your family. And, I mean, going through that grind every single day, I could not imagine going home by myself, you know, some of those days. That's tough yeah. to do, you know. That's tough to That's do. That's your
0: support system. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm super blessed to have it. And I really, I honestly think that I wouldn't have done half of what I did without her, um, if any of it at all, to be completely honest. Like, I had to put the work in and all that stuff, honestly, of course. But, yeah. So That's awesome. So, if I had to have my biggest failure, it was probably the couple times we, you know, didn't ha- let things work. But then we ended up making it work. You know, and then as far as, like, you know, wrestling-wise went, you know, probably losing to Steve. In the junior – my junior year at the state finals, that was pretty big too because, you know, I never had won the big one, you know, so that was my goal my entire time through college from my freshman year going through my senior year. That was it the whole time. And uh, I was just like, once I got into college, even my freshman year, I started seeing success right away. I was picking off uh, state champs every other day. (laughs) Yeah, It was crazy, you know. So, I mean, those would probably be it.
0: I like that. I like that. I mean, building on that too, it's especially just going from high school to a college level, you see state champions become more mortal, if you will. Like they, they lose the fire. I, I almost feel like we would have so many state champions in a room and just so many accolades and whatnot. And it's, those aren't really the guys that are out shining or, you know, separating themselves. It's usually the people that have been through that heartbreak or whatever it may be. Yeah. So I, I do like that. I do like that. Yeah, I agree. If you had to say you were obsessed with something right now. It could be a person, a place, a thing. Could be dude, it could be Star Wars. Like I'm a I like Pokemon, I'm a big fan. It could be <laughs> just something so big or so small. What are you obsessed with nowadays?
1: So it's it's a few it comes down to a few different things. Um, okay. cause it's, it's not just one thing I would say, but right now, you know, it's weightlifting cause I just got back into it, you know, five that I just went through week five of consistent training, resistance training. Um, and so that was, that's a pretty big one. I'm loving it too. Um, you know, and You're then your own program and everything, right? Yeah. I, I put it together all my own workouts. Um, I don't necessarily put it, I don't have a program right now because, basically whatever i'm doing right now i'm making gains (laughs) okay just because like i'm eating you know a consistent you know set of meals i'm not cutting weight and i'm training (laughs) so i mean once it starts to get down to like the nitty-gritty and i'm like plateauing in a couple places i'll set up some periodization scales and stuff but for right now i'm just i'm just putting together workouts day by day you know before i go in there i have a set up plan but yeah. I don't do a whole week ahead or nothing like that. Like I have my splits, you know, my body splits, and then I put the, yep. the workout that day. I'll do it, you know, like either the night before or a few hours before I go hit that uh, training session. And then, uh, so, I mean, so smart man. I, what's that? People they people need
0: to realize you can't just go into the gym, look around, and be like, dude, okay, I'm gonna hit chest or <laughs> something like dude, that. It is it's, so
1: easy to get distracted that way. Exactly. That will destroy yeah. your gains. You won't. You. I mean, you'll be. And not to mention, people don't realize that you, after you've done working out for a long time, and it's a lifestyle, you can't really spend a lot of time in the gym. I mean, no, You're I. I think less insane. is more. You know. Yeah, and I've gotten to the point to where it's like. I go in there, I put my headphones on. I am a headphone guy because I need the headphones not not get distracted. I work out with TJ Barnes and he talks relentlessly. <laughs> you know? So it's like yeah, I, it's I have to put my headphones on. I literally... I work
0: hard every day. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So it's like, dude, he's ridiculous. He likes to play around. It's like, when you got a body of a Greek God that was just given to you.
0: <laughs> he's, he's a I jokester, dude. Yeah. No, I
1: remember. I like he's
0: a quality. No, we'll get him. Yeah, he's He's a big. I remember watching him hit a leg day. Oh, and dude, honest, he's he's what? Probably five six, five seven. Uh, he Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One fifty seven. One fifty seven. Yeah. Just a rock, dude. And his
1: legs are more than half of that. Like his legs are ridiculous. I have not seen a more sculpted one fifty seven, um, to this day.
0: No, no, I don't think he will. I've I don't know. I've seen a ton,
1: but I'm not sure you can get much more sculpting than him. I mean, he's got, he's got like, he, he's got like professional physique, you know, look. And he hasn't even, you know, it's too bad he's not into that because I think if he put a little bit of into it, he could make some serious cash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got an incredible physique, but yeah. So, I mean, I got to put my headphones in. And then I go to cranking out the workouts, and I'm getting out anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half max, you know, every single workout. And that involves, you know, a good warm-up, you know, that involves hitting core, and then getting my training session in, and then a cool-down scratch, you know.
0: Okay. So, it so hour and a half.
1: Hour Hour and a half. If if I do all four of those things, it's an hour and a half.
0: Okay. I mean, that's the way it should be, to be honest. And like you said – more is less, or less is more. Mm-hmm. And, um, dude, something that, I mean, I'll go to these college gyms, and I'll, I like to lift at different gyms, different environments. Like I said, I'm an environmental guy. I, I feed off of
1: it. I, I yeah, like I was going to say that gym. that gets you psyched up too, you know. Some gyms got cool stuff, and you can get amped up for the workout just because of that.
0: Exactly. And uh, something I noticed that people are just lacking, and then they wonder why they're not getting in the games or wonder why they're not. Not, not really seeing the visuals of all their hard work it's because they put in the time like it's prison or something but there's no intensity and that is just so crucial and i'm sure in your hour workouts that's intense you're hitting sets i mean you have your headphones on you're not like you're saying just talking you're getting after it consistently
1: yeah so i mean on the good days dude you're upping the intensity throughout the workout, you know what I mean? So it's like you think you would start off super intense and then die down, but no, I mean, you got to up the intensity throughout the workout, you know? I mean, I got to – I'm experimenting, you know, right now with sets and rep ranges and stuff like that, and I think that doing, you know, as far as bodybuilding routines and stuff goes, trying to just put on some serious muscle – I mean, they'll they'll tell you statistically that hypertrophy – you know, it was 8 to 12 reps, but yep. I think, okay. I think you know, just hitting those super high volume, ridiculous numbers, getting that nasty pump, that's what blows up the muscle personally, and that's what I've noticed with my body. Um, so, it depends what I'm feeling that day, but, dude, intensity can get crazy. I mean, you go into workout, I like to hit, you know, we talked about, I do power bodybuilding. So, I start off every single day, you know, I'm either doing an Olympic movement or a power movement. Um, and I'm doing you know my five by five or five by three. Uh, and you're hitting
0: this right after your warm up, your
1: first lift. This is my first lift, my core lift. Okay. You know, you gotta do okay. your core lifts first, so it's either squat, bench press, power cleans, snatches, deadlifts, uh, whatever it may be. Um, right, and then you know, I go straight from in that, so that's a little bit lower intensity, but it's heavy weight. You know, you can't, you know, I still stay focused, but you know, it's like it's slower paced. But then after I get done with that, it's all supersets, bang, 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 you know, and it's just, and then my last, my last couple sets of whatever workout I'm doing, we're doing drop sets till failure.
0: Yeah, dude, till failure. People are scared to, I mean, people are scared of failure just in life, but I'm talking like in the weight room too. I don't care if you see me repping a bar until my, like, I can't get it off my chest. Exactly. That's how you're, that's how you're getting, the gains, like what you're saying, is it's shocking the muscle. And something I wanted to talk about too. What do you consider yourself when it comes to fitness? Like, when what I don't know. What do you feel more comfortable with? Are you a power lifter? Are you a bodybuilder? Are you? Yeah. A, so across, you're big in the CrossFit. We both went to Muskegon CrossFit.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're. Your, I mean, your CrossFit movements. You know. Yeah. What's up? With
1: you? Right now. You know, I'm in between on things. So right after wrestling season ended, for the past four years since I've been in college, I'm like, man, I can't wait to be a bodybuilder. You know, I want to hit those weights. You know, I want right. to eat like a bodybuilder. I want to live like a bodybuilder. I want to be a bodybuilder. So I've oh, been gosh. doing bodybuilding workouts for about five weeks. And to be honest, like, I'm it's fun. And the training sessions are good. And I like that. But it's like, when I look at myself, I don't really want to be like that. You know what I mean? I really desire that functionality. Um,
0: And that's where CrossFit's coming in? Yeah.
1: So uh, to a similar extent, you know, I mean, I don't really do any CrossFit workouts per se, but like I like to do athletic movements. So I like to do a power clean. I like to do snatches. I like to do overhead squats. Like I want to be flexible and I want to be athletic and I want to be in condition. So I want to have conditioning still, you know, while still being, you know, a decent size, but lean, you know, I don't need to be super huge, but, but can't, you know, can't scratch my head. You know, I don't, yeah, I don't really want to yeah. be like that. You know, it looks cool and I wish I could look like that and feel great. But in reality, those guys just look like that. They don't really feel that great. They uh, do not. You know, so what actually I'm thinking I'll do is I'm going to train, you know, keep my power bodybuilding going on and keep conditioned um, while doing Olympic lifts and power lifts and stuff like that, but when September rolls around, when I come back to school, what I think I'm going to do is I'm actually going to get a CrossFit membership to the one we got here, and I'm actually going to go back to CrossFit, and I'm going to see how it works out for me. I mean, I have a perfect build for CrossFit. I'm five foot ten. About I could get down to 200 pounds, which 200 to 210 pounds, which would be an ideal weight for me if I got down to like single digit body fat. Um, and if, you know, I, I would have a a, perfect CrossFit body. Yes, exactly. So I'm, I'm considering that. I mean, after my freshman year, they wanted me to compete. I was pretty good at it. Uh, you know, they, they were like, dude, we need to get you here for the open so you can start it. They're like, we think you could make a little bit of noise, you know, but I was like, you know, I was like, nah, (laughs) Yeah, uh. yeah.
0: Well, you're geared towards wrestling your athletic career, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. I crazy. mean,
1: it was three days after Nationals. Or, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, dude, I don't want to think about. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm, I'm saying? It's like, that's not,
1: I was office. not in that mindset. Not to mention, like, right after Nationals, my freshman year, I got a virus. I was sick for 24 hours, throwing up like crazy. Dude, yeah, yeah, we went to a casino, me, Cooper, a couple other guys, uh, Stephen Moy and Joe Sicka, actually. Okay. And then, oh, dude, we were at the casino, just walking around. I started throwing up in a trash can out of nowhere, dude. It snuck up on me. What? Yeah, dude. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. And then I was just like, no, no signs. No signs, dude. No signs. I drove to the what? casino, you know, because it was uh, it was Cooper's dad's rental car. He was like, Fouché's driving. That's it.
0: <laughs> <You know? laughs> Tim,
1: so yeah. I drove, and that dude, yeah, just start barfing, dude. And I was like, I couldn't even drive back. Threw out outside the window. Threw up on the side of the car. <laughs> It was brutal. Damn. I got it from Malloy, Steve Malloy, because he uh he ended up giving it to me because he was sick too.
0: He had the same thing?
1: He had the same thing. He Well, dude, yeah, unfortunately for him, his freshman year, he got it first day in nationals, dude. Oh, no. Yeah, so he got dicked over. <laughs> dude. I, I mean, that's – I mean,
0: yeah, that's awful. But that's like another reason why I'm just – Four for four, bro. Like stuff like that happens. People get hurt. People get sick. People. I've seen people not make it to the tournament for transportation reasons or, like, whatever it may be. Yeah. You went four for four. That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was.
1: I we I had a buddy who is actually a four four time placer in the AI, who's actually my captain. Uh, my first okay. year transferring here. Incredible dude. Um, wish you would ever get the chance to meet him. Who knows? Maybe someday. But uh, yeah. He uh, he was actually, you know, four-time All-American too. And then this year after I placed, he was like, look. He was like, dude, he was like – I had this picture on my phone. He just like showed me. It was like 426 four-time All-Americans in all divisions all time. So wow. all divisions all time. Before this season, there was only like 426 four-time All-Americans. That's, you know, that's barely over 100 per division, you know, if you're including D- D2, a D3, and NAIA wow yeah so i mean i was a, it was it was good company you know <laughs> oh definitely definitely yeah dude you're in a that's a select club right there yeah
0: all right pal this is gonna bring us to our last and final question then i'll cut you loose i've been going at it for 71 minutes i haven't seen you in a minute pal yeah it's been we all- need to talk i mean we've been just messaging and whatnot i keep up on your I mean, on your content. To be honest, I think you need to put more out there. I mean, I know it's coming from me and somebody that puts – I know, dude. I'm not
1: big on the social media thing, but I know how crucially important it is, especially for our industry. So, yeah. I'm I thinking mean, about making my own page. I've been thinking about it for over a year now. I just really need to pull the trigger. Like I said, I'm not uh, – one thing that you supersede me at undoubtedly is you lack zero <laughs> charisma, which is – which is an awesome trick to have. I wish I had something like that. Um but it's, it's something I can I think I can work on.
0: It's a muscle.
1: It is a muscle, dude. <laughs> it is a muscle. It is.
0: You gotta work on it, like you said. It's uh yeah, I'm mean, <laughs> I'm always talking, always laughing, always yeah, dude, everybody has it. Everybody has it. You just gotta work the muscle. But um I appreciate that. And I you do have to put more out there. If you need help managing pages or whatever it may be, I think that's that's even more my cup of tea than being the guy in the spotlight. I like managing, I like doing the analytics, I can you need you have so much information and so much just knowledge that people can benefit from. Yeah. And ultimately, I mean, you and your family can benefit from because you should be making yeah. I mean, you should be blowing up. And I think you will. I mean, not that this podcast is crazy popular. Or anything, <laughs> but as soon as people understand what you're about, like what you've been through, like what you truly possess, I mean, that's valuable. And that's what people are paying for. It's not really, anybody can put together a program. Let's be honest. it Like anybody can. It's not too difficult. But you are you're buying a personal trainer. It's like, it's it's more than just a bunch of exercises on a piece of paper. It's the support. It's the commitment. I mean, it's the relationship. That, well, man. It's a relationship. It's the relationship. Yeah. yeah, you're valuable, dude. Never devalue yourself. I mean, you gotta do a free stuff every now and again. I mean, build that that resume, but you've done an incredible job so far. So I condemn you. I condemn you for that right there, pal. All right,
1: I appreciate it. I'll pull it together, and maybe uh, maybe you can help me pull the trigger on it. Dude, yeah.
0: No, we're going to make it happen. I'm confident. I'm confident. I'll give you a couple shout outs, give you a couple feeders for sure. All right, cool. My man. All right, last final question. Be blunt, be as short, simple, or as big in depth as you want, but what do you believe is the formula for creating one's ones Destiny,
1: sorry. A formula for creating one's destiny. All right. Well, you got to know where you're going. You know, I mean, you got to know where you're going. You got to have goals. You got to, I mean, everybody's got goals, dude. You know, whatever they may be in whatever aspect of life, people have goals. Um, you got to write those goals down. You got to know where you're going. You got to meditate on them. And as soon as you know what you want to do and where you want to go, You need to find a plan of action. You find a plan of action, you need to execute, you need to hold yourself accountable. I've stumbled upon the realization that the most important part of reaching success is consistency. You can work hard every now and then, and you still won't make the progress you need to make. It's all Mm -hmm. about consistency. You got to do the same things every single day. It's not that fun. It's all about what you're willing to sacrifice to get to where you want to go, you know. I mean, you may or may not be willing to get there, you know. But I think everybody's got it in them; they just gotta want it bad enough, you know. And no, I so, I love that. You know, yeah. it, wherever wherever you know, like I said, your destiny takes you, wherever you desire. Um, you just gotta realize that you know what that can absolutely happen. Um, it just really is dependent upon, you know. Do you are you willing to sacrifice what it takes to get there, you know, and then never lose sight of that?
0: My man. All right, Donovan. I appreciate you. Thanks for being on the podcast. And uh, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get all your information, put it in the bio. Donovan Fouché, everybody. Right. Four-time All-American. Thanks, man. Everyone
1: appreciate through. you having me on, ZC. Uh, it was a good time, dude. Uh, we Can't wait to do it again.
0: Yeah, let me know when you're in the mitten.
1: Oh yeah, I should be there uh, sometime in May for a few months, right. man. So we got to get some got to get linked up for sure.
0: Oh, oh, we're training. Yep. It's happening. All right, pal. All right, brother. Talk to you later. See ya. Yep. Yeah.